Woo! Water. That's what I had today. That's what I'm drinking right now, too. I'm going to say there's no beer. Uh, that's fine with me. I drank it earlier. That doesn't change anything for me. Yeah, it's whatever, though. I drank my beer earlier. Yeah. I have Cheez-Its. Those are good. Yeah, no, those are great. Actually, uh, I don't really have a segue for this, so uh, no, Berkeley, roll the intro. Just roll the intro now. Hurry. And now, the cutting edge of wrestling news with your host, Victor and David Ed. And welcome to the Markout Media Podcast. If this is your first time, my name is David Edge. Right next to me is my pink hat-wearing, dirty, gross, brown Why am pants. I dirty, gross? I was talking about your pants. My pants aren't dirty. They're, they're, they're just really brown. That's just the color of them. Oh. Just in case you crop yourself? Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's Victor. That's my brother, Victor. Hey. Uh, once again, thank you guys for listening. Uh, make sure to subscribe. We are on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio, um, Pandora. We're on Anchor. We're on everything, you guys. Yeah, we're on Just everything. Look up Markout Media. Markout Media, and you'll be able to find us anywhere. Use Google. Use No one uses Yahoo to search stuff. Do no, they? just use Google. Or Bing. Remember Bing? It's still a thing, though. Yeah, Bing is still a thing, but it doesn't matter. No. Oh, and then God. also make sure to follow us. We are on uh, the Instagram. We're on the Twitter. We're on the Facebook. Uh, and it's Markout Media 18. Once again, that is Markout Media 18. We're all over social media. Yeah. Except for you. No, not me. No, uh, not you. But anyways. I'll just use the Markout Media stuff. Oh, man. So what are we on? How many weeks of this uh, quarantine? Uh, I mean, the last few podcasts have been just us talking about this. Yeah, I hope we don't have to talk about canceled events now. Um, I mean, it's gonna eventually happen. Where I mean, not canceled I'm trying to think events, what's trying to what's canceled and what's postponed. Like, what do you think is gonna happen? Like when, like, re- like, because there are gonna be wrestling uh, programs that are gonna be running out of like content. What are we gonna do? I know what happens when you when you run out of content. Like, what happens when Impact runs out of content and they don't know what to do? Well, okay, so uh, the thing do is, they for, just show old old but, stuff. I guess, but for us, what do you think we would have to do? Will we just review, like, old matches? At that point, I would, yeah. Yeah. You want to review... We could, like, review old matches or, like, stuff that happened, like, in the weeks. If, if uh, See, this is how badly it is that we're literally thinking of, like, just in case wrestling is not happening during the weeks. Because they might run out of content, whether it's uh, All Elite Wrestling, uh, WWE, or anything like that. We, we, we don't want to mess it up. Oh, and, you're like, tired, guy. Yeah, I'm always tired. We, we did this late tonight. <laughs> It's all good. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I just, I don't know. I just, uh, we got to think of things. So, uh, again, Facebook, uh, Instagram, Twitter, Markout Media 18. Uh, send us some requests on, like, matches you want us to watch. It doesn't matter what kind of match it is. It could be anything from any company. Maybe something on independent wrestling TV. Oh, or it could be something on WWE Network. Or it could be something on, uh, what, Impact Plus. Or what's the other one for Ring of Honor? Uh, Honor Club. Honor Club. Or what's the New Japan one? Uh, New Japan World. Oh, yeah, anything. We we got it all. We can we can look up anything. Uh, so what's uh what's what have you been up to since this quarantine? Mm, nothing really. Just watching, watch a whole lot of independent wrestling TV. Watch yeah, a whole lot I'd of IWTV. Definitely noticed that you've been using the IWTV. Have you used it on uh on the Roku? On Roku no, no. Oh yeah, I haven't set it up. It's it's beta, so I don't know if you want to try it. Nah, I'm not gonna try it. But yeah, no. Um, there's definitely things we got to talk about. This uh, this past weekend was the very different. It was too big for one night. Yes, and not because of the virus. Nope, it was just too big for one night. Yeah. Uh, how did you feel about the concept of a two night WrestleMania? Uh, I liked that it was gonna be split up. That way, I didn't have to watch one long giant show. I can watch two individual shows. Yeah, no, no, definitely. Um, but here's here's the question that I want to ask. I mean, like, just because we haven't we haven't reviewed it yet, but we will be reviewing it today in this episode. But uh, would you prefer a six hour long WrestleMania or two three hour WrestleManias? Uh, the two three hour long WrestleManias, just because it helped me keep my interest and it didn't lose interest uh, all the way through it. Yeah, so I mean, with the eight matches, it would definitely. I mean. I uh, we'll we'll get more into it, but uh, yeah, I, I I truly believe the two person, not two person, the two night 
um, WrestleMania might become a thing, in my opinion. I think it's cool. I wonder how that would come out to uh, everything during WrestleMania week, like how the independent wrestling promotions uh, go about their shows and then how NXT TakeOver goes about and everything oh, else. Oh, that's true. So maybe that won't happen because maybe you have to take into accountability. Yeah, I wonder how like WrestleCon, their shows goes into play and then the collective and all sorts of other independent wrestling promotions uh, that put on uh, shows during that week. Yeah, okay, so that does make sense. So maybe maybe not. Maybe we don't do a um a two day. Oh, you're yawning again, guys. Yeah, I'm always yawning. Jeez. And you're always drinking beer. Well look at Well no, not today. Good. No beer. Finally. Well I had beer earlier. Yeah, of course you did. Of course you did, guy. Yeah. No, no cheese it's. Why? Why can't I have a cheese it? You can't have cheese it's. We're not supposed to be eating. Well look, I'm gonna eat right now. Huh? No, it's not an ASMR, no. You're not supposed to be chewing. I watched a woman on YouTube. Uh huh. She had a whole head of lettuce. Was it Trisha Paytas? Yes. <laughs> yes, I figured it was. Um, but you know what? Um, let's definitely talk about the atmosphere of WrestleMania. Like, how did how how did you feel having no crowd there? Oh, it was fucking weird. I didn't mean. I mean, you're not gonna like it at first, but then you just get used to, it and you're just like. Fuck it! Like at this point, we're already kind of used to it with the no crowd. Yeah. How did How did you feel about like the the commentary teams? Like, do you think they they were able to like keep things going without awkward silence? I think so. I mean, there was moments where there's like little small like little seconds where there's nobody talking and there's no noise and it is kind of awkward. But I mean, everyone gets past it and it's not that awkward. All right. Yeah. Definitely. So let's talk about the card. We're gonna be going through the card. Uh, for WrestleMania 36, uh, uh, again, it was a WrestleMania that was too big for just too one big, night. Too big for one night. And it was uh, so big that we can only have it at the Performance Center in Orlando, Florida. And it was definitely weird. Uh, how'd you like our lovely host? Oh, Rob Gronkowski. Um, <laughs> I mean, he's no one. I feel like I don't no, know. you I'm, can't. I feel like you can't start off um by saying the best thing ever. Yeah, I mean, it's Rob Gronkowski. I mean, he's not gonna be the best host, in my opinion. No, he definitely wasn't. Um, also, uh, commentators as well. We were looking at just um for commentary. We were just we were looking at Michael Cole. And JBL working together, and then Tom Phillips and Byron Saxon working together, uh, which wasn't bad. I mean, there, I mean, I like I, JBL. Yeah, I mean, there's times where, you know, uh, we'll talk I, more about JBL later. Oh yeah, of course. Uh, we'll talk about that after because uh, there are two things that we're going to mainly talk about for this episode. Uh, yeah, for like, me because JBL is not that bad on commentary for me. Oh yeah, no, definitely. Um, he he's cool in my uh, in my thing, and then even the pre-show. Uh, for the pre-show, they had Corey Graves and uh, what's the other guy's name? Peter Rosenberg. Peter sorry. Rosenberg. Uh, Peter Rosenberg. I feel like I'm supposed to remember you, but I choose not to. Sorry. Uh, but uh, let's start off at night one, or part one, whatever they want to call it. Night one. Night one. I guess night one sounds more important, right? Uh, so let's talk about pre-show. We're talking about uh, Cesaro against Drew Gulak in a singles match. I would love to see this match on like a main uh, pay-per-view. I mean, not a main pay-per-view, but, like, on the main card. With the crowd. Yeah, with the crowd. Uh, and it would go at least, like, 15 minutes long. Yeah, definitely. Because this match only went... Oh, it was less than five minutes long. Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. The match was too short for me. Uh, but, I, both guys did amazing, but it was yeah. just... I wish it went a little bit longer. But I, I think it can't because they don't... They feel like... I mean, that'll probably... Well, shit, that's why I was on the pre-show. I think that'll contradict everything because some of these matches on the actual main card were longer. But it looks like uh oh Jesus! I know, I know, I know. I'm always tired. Can help me out here. Um, no, I was gonna say just the match was for me. It was just a little too short, just for me. I wish it was. I wish it went a little bit longer. You have the card on you. The card? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, as you're looking up the card, because we should both have the card up. Yeah, I have the card. Uh, we're gonna talk about the first match of the night, which was the WWE Women's Tag Team Championships on the line. The Kabuki, as the Warriors. Kabuki Warriors win against. Alexa Bliss and, and Nikki, Nikki Cross. Nikki. We always talk about how she has like a really thick Scottish accent. What did you think of this match? Um, I actually thought it was really cool. Um, 
I liked it. I like um I like a lot of the way that like the Kabuki warriors are as like people as characters, and that's very entertaining. Even though I have no clue what they're saying. Yeah, their promos in Japanese are the best. Even though everyone who is watching for the most part is uh, speaking English and they don't understand it, which is great though. Yeah, definitely. I I really liked uh, Nikki Cross. I think she really performed uh, pretty well in this match, and I think they they kept it going. Like for it being a fifteen minute match, it actually was like in an empty arena. It actually was pretty good. Uh, but in the long run, uh, the winners that came out was Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross to become your new WWE Women's Tag Team Champions. So congratulations to them yeah. for doing it at Mania. I think they are. Are they now? Two, two time? time, yeah, two times. Two times. The first two-time uh, WWE Women's Tag Team Champions. All right, so we're going to talk about the next match. We're talking about Cor- King Corbin. Corbin. <laughs> King, King Corbin. Corbin, whatever. King, King Corbin. Corbin versus Elias. It was a short match. Nothing too crazy. I didn't care for this one at all. It, it had, to me, it had zero build. Like, real, like, legit, authentic build. Um, It was it just, just something to fill the card. Yeah, it was just something to fill the card. Didn't do anything for both wrestlers. And um, it sucks because, you know, I like Elias and, and King actually, Corbin's a really good heel. Yeah, and I actually do like Corbin. I'm not going to shit on him. But mean, it just doesn't do anything well, for me. we got to shit on the match them. because it wasn't that great. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't do anything for me. And then next on the card, which was the third match in the main event. Which is crazy. That's the third one. Uh, we were looking at the Raw, t- uh, the WWE Raw Women's t- uh, Championship on the line is Becky Lynch went against Shayna Baszler. Uh, the match, can you believe it or not, was only eight minutes long. It was a very, very Which short match. Which is crazy match. because, like, it there started. Was so it, much it build. started. It started off hard. It started off really rough. Like in like they're hitting really crazy. Yeah, they were they were stiff, stiff fucking. Yeah, stiff, stiff match. Hit. Yeah, stiff hits. Yeah, but uh, it's just for some reason it just, um, it just eventually stopped clicking after uh, after the last few minutes. Like you know what I mean? Like it just didn't like. I, I'm surprised this was like an, an eight minute match for like a long build that they were building with uh, Shayna Baszler. Yeah. Uh, and surprisingly, like even uh, when Shayna went up for her, what was the, what is, I don't know her uh, finisher. It's like a, I don't know it either. I think it's like, uh, no, I was about to say the coquina clutch, but that's a, uh, that's Samoa Joe. That's Samoa Joe. <sighs> I'm trying to remember what it's a chokehold. It's practically a fancy ass chokehold that's used in MMA. Um, they both fall to the floor while she's still in the choke. Becky's still caught in the chokehold, uh, and then she rolls up Baszler and wins it. Like, what is your thought on ba- uh, Becky be- being chosen as the winner for this match? Uh, I'm a huge. I mean, I'm not. I'm not gonna say huge, but I'm more of a Shayna Baszler fan than a Becky Lynch fan. So I definitely wanted Shayna Baszler to win this one, but she didn't win this one. So I'm a little disappointed because I was hoping for a new champion that you know, because Becky's had it for a while now, over a year now. Yeah, over a year. Um, so I would have liked uh, to see a new champion for this one. Yeah, no, especially I especially to- at Mania. Totally agree. I I love Becky. I think Becky's great. She like especially the stuff she was doing where she was like wearing the f- yellow fur coat and the big fucking crown and the big glasses in that commentary on Raw like weeks ago. Um, I don't know. I think there just should have been more to this match. Like I think even if it, I get it, empty arena gets awkward, but I think they could have done a lot more minutes with this match. And I think they just, I, I feel like um, it kills the momentum and the hype about uh, Shayna Baszler. No, I think so too. Because like, it's not, now we're, I feel like I, I don't see the Shayna Baszler that we want to see. But I mean, do you think like they're eventually going to have them maybe still continue this rivalry going on? Or do you think Becky's going to do something else? I hope she does something else. Yeah? Yeah. Really? So what do you think Shayna would do after this? Honestly, I don't know. That's the that's the problem. I don't know what she would do. Kinda, I don't know where they would put her. Yeah, that that's see that's my problem with that. I just think they're just gonna let her flounder, and I just don't like that. Yeah, because I don't want to see Shayna get lost in the in the shuffle, so to speak. Yeah, definitely. Um, all right. Well, next on. we had Sami Zayn and Daniel Bryan. Yes, and that was Sami Zayn defending his WWE Intercontinental Championship against Daniel Bryan and. We can't forget who's on ring, uh, ringside. We have Cesaro and Shinsuke Nakamura in Sammy's corner. And then we have Drew Gulak in uh, Daniel Bryan's corner. Uh, another short match. Like, this match went under 10 minutes. Like, this is another match that went under 10 minutes. This is the third match in a row that's gone to under 10 minutes. I expected a little too much from this match just because of the people who were in this match. Um, I don't know how much Sami Zayn can do coming from off his injury. 
Yeah, I think he's limited probably. It feels yeah. that way. It feels that way. In this matchup, felt like there was limitations for Sammy. Yeah, which sucks because I want to see him be able to do all the things that he's able to do. But it sucks because of the injury that he was coming off of. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but at the end of the match, uh, Sami Zayn retained his title against Daniel Bryan. Uh, it was a standard match. It wasn't anything too crazy. I'm saying, yeah, it was a standard. It wasn't anything too crazy, which I, I, feel I expected. Like, I think at this point, after this third, this was like the third, as I said, it was the third match where literally, like, I was starting to lose focus because, like, it was I the just, fourth match. It was the fourth? That was the fourth match. Shayna Baszler and Becky Lynch was the third. One, two, one, two, three. Well, I mean, if you count the pre-show, I guess this is the fifth match. Oh, the fifth match, yeah. Uh, I was starting to lose focus. I feel like, the, I don't know, maybe for some reason, I just don't think that they knew how, how to to put on a show in front of an empty crowd. It was just a weird thing. But uh, I don't know. I, I eventually I actually did not watch this next match, which I, I'm, I'll probably go back and watch it, but I heard it was pretty good. Uh, we were looking at this really bizarre like match where it was the WWE SmackDown Tag Team titles on the line as uh, one of each members that were originally supposed to be in this match goes against each other. We're talking John Morrison going against Kofi Kingston going against Jimmy Uso. Yes, Jimmy Uso. We found that out. It was Jimmy, not Jay. Or James. Was it Jimmy and Jay? Yeah. I still don't know those two apart. They both have yeah, different. Jimmy and Jay. They both have different haircuts, and I still can't tell them apart. Both funny guys, though. No, so what, oh, you didn't watch it. No, you you watched it. So now this is where you put your input. It was good. They were doing all. I mean, there was a high flying stuff that I figured John Morrison can do, and Kofi can do, and Jimmy Uso can do, and uh, there was a Spanish fly that Jim uh, John Morrison he walked all the way across the ropes to get the Spanish fly, and I don't know. It was a good match. It was a good ladder match. I would I would definitely say to go back and go watch it. I'll definitely you, check it out. If you have the time, to definitely go back and watch it. Uh, but yes, from what I see in the results, John Morrison ended up retaining his titles for him and his good friend, Dumb Is. Uh, so why did they take the Miz out again? Because he was sick? Yeah, he was sick. Oh. I ain't trying to wrestle anyone sick, right? Would would you? No. Not not on this time? No. Um, all right, but so we're going to go on to the next match, which was Kevin Owens versus Seth Rollins. I saw a little bit of this match. It's weird to know that uh, after... The Sami Zayn and Daniel Bryan match. The next two matches ended up being almost 20 minutes long. Well, this one, it started off as a singles match, and then uh, it, uh, Kevin Owens won by disqualification because... Of a, I think uh, it was a low blow, right? No, Seth Rollins hit him with the ring bell. Oh, sorry. I, okay, I didn't watch this match either. I was literally just... I, I, I lost so much interest, and I, I think that sucks. Yeah, he hit him with the ring bell, and then Kevin Owens wanted another uh, rematch right then and there, so they got another rematch. Oh, yeah. And, and then they, they made, made it a no, no DQ. Disqual- yeah, yeah, no disqualification match. Um, and that's when Kevin Owens jumped off the sign, the WrestleMania sign. Yeah, that, I that was saw, really, really good. I saw that video, and that was fucking sick. I heard was there was really rumors good. that they wanted to have a no disqualification. Before this whole quarantine, they wanted to have a whole no disqualifications match. But they wanted, uh, if it was going to be at the Tampa Bay place, Kevin Owens actually wanted to jump off of the uh, the pirate ship that they have. Oh, that would have been sick. Yeah, have you ever seen the pirate ship from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? It's, yeah, it's yeah. like this huge ass thing where it shoots out like fake cannons whenever they win, like uh, not win. What is it? They they do touchdowns. score a touchdown yeah. or whatever score. Uh, but yeah, no, I I I'm probably gonna go back. I I'm gonna have to go back on some of these matches. Uh, but we're gonna talk about the next match. I mean, this one's gonna be a quick one. Uh, we're talking about the WWE Universal Championship as Goldberg defends it against Braun Strowman. Originally, it was supposed to be. Roman Reigns, but he backed out due to his immune system would be very, very, very low uh, due to the leukemia that he's had, and he was very, and that puts him at a high risk of him catching uh, the virus. So, what did you think of this match? It happened so quick. Uh, I don't know what to think about it. Really. Yeah, this is actually a match I watched. That's the funny thing. I watched this match. It happened all so quick. There was like what four spears kicked out of him. There was like. Three, four power slams, and that was it. Yeah, definitely. It was. It's. It's the craziest thing. But I mean, I rather have a full time wrestler holding a title than a part time wrestler. Just yeah, so, so we I'm can happy that. That's what, I'm happy that Strowman has it. Yeah, definitely. Did you actually hear the uh, the reason for why Goldberg uh, beat um, the Fiend at 
no saudi arabia uh-uh. so there was uh there was a, a report going around saying that the reason why goldberg uh won is because he actually has full control over uh his contract that's crazy okay so guess what he chose he said that he needed to uh to beat the fiend oh okay because he still portrays himself as um goldberg is the good guy you know it's good versus evil and obviously the fiend is evil so he shouldn't win the good guy should win yeah what a shitty fucking reason you stupid fuck god fucking goldberg one day he's gonna bust down through our apartment and beat the fuck out of us you yeah, know what? I hope so. I will take it, and while I'm in, while I'm in a fucking coma, I will still be talking shit. God, that's crazy. Make it happen, though. guys. Anyways, we gotta uh, talk about night too. Yeah, and then the thing is too. Oh, and then the thing is too. From what I was hearing, the reason why Goldberg actually lost this match is because this was apparently on his contract. His contract is practically up, so I believe this was supposed to be. Regardless, this was this was no matter who it was. He was supposed to lose this match because this was like it for his contract. I don't think he's supposed to have any more appearances until maybe SummerSlam if we're lucky. Okay, well let's hope not. Or unlucky, yeah, I guess. Um, but let's move on to the next match. We were talking about the Boneyard match. Oh yeah, the Boneyard match. I forgot about that one. AJ Styles versus The Undertaker. And how'd you like it? It was fucking crazy. All the theatrical and uh, cinematic. Uh, the shots that were shot it was fucking crazy yeah uh, as someone who does filming uh and photography i really like the uh the cinematic look i liked i liked a lot of the camera angles i liked the the feel the like the depth of feel like of the cameras of how it looked it just looked really cool i think honestly they could have they could have done this whole wrestlemania as like a cinematic thing especially in even if it was just in the ring i think it would look cool like how do you think I honestly think like um, I'm not trying to jump to the next day, but like, um, like the Edge versus Randy Orton match. Like, imagine that if it was like cinematic. See, that's what I'm saying. That would have been amazing if it was cinematic. They should have done it. Like, I I think there was no. I wouldn't have seen any problem with it. I don't care if they do a million takes. As long as it looks good, it looks good. It'll make people happy. Um, but this was cool. We got to see you know fucking American badass Undertaker. You know, coming out to Metallica. Yeah, so I still don't know what that song is. I uh, just know it's a, just, new song. it's a new song. Well, I mean, it's new to us because I think that album is about three years old. Oh, uh, okay. Okay, so latest. We can't say new. Latest. Their latest album, which that's really sad to know. Like, oh, it's my latest album. When it come out? 2016. Oh, God. <laughs> but, uh... Um, yeah, it was really cool. Like they were just beating the hell out of each other. Like they got to the top of that, like that shed or whatever the hell that was. Oh yeah. And he started beating up, um, gallows and Anderson. He threw gallows off the Dude, roof. He practically murdered people. <laughs> yeah. He threw AJ. He's choke slammed him off the roof. Yeah. To be honest. Okay. So when it comes down to it, um, do you prefer more of an American badass? Undertaker? I like the American badass there undertaker. I like, it I feel lot. like it's because where I think, I think we've seen enough of the phenom. The phenom. I think it's it's outplayed the dead now. Man. Yeah, it's a little outplayed now. I think it's time that we bring back the old like American badass Undertaker, the one who's like a tough ass like guy, like, and I and can speak. Like, I mean, not not like I'm saying he can't speak as like the phenom. It's just it's too slow and they make it too dead and like too yeah too dead. I think this the American badass Undertaker character is just more of a like uh, what's the word I'm looking for. It's more realistic. Yeah. I mean, who's who are we to talk about realism in fucking wrestling? But uh, yeah, in the end, we were looking at The Undertaker winning this match against AJ Styles. Uh, wasn't it kind of funny seeing like when he was burying him, uh, when he drove off the little uh, AJ Styles hand? Yeah, the little AJ Styles glove at the end. I don't think that was. I don't even think that was a real hand. <laughs> No, probably wasn't. Which I, to be honest, when you're burying someone, why would his hand just still be up? He was out cold. That was so sick, though. Yeah, it was cool. That little thing he did where he got on the, the motorcycle, and then before he did, he put his hand up, and the fucking warehouse exploded with the fucking. That was sick. Lord. That was amazing. Honestly, I am for it. WWE, please do more cinematic uh, wrestling. Yes, please do more because that was amazing. That made uh, WrestleMania weekend uh, perfect. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah, no, that definitely made up for a lot of the matches where I felt like the no crowd thing kind of was, it was hard for them to figure it out. 
Yeah. All right, but then we ended up going to night two. And night two had a pre-show. Yes, it did. And we had Liv Morgan versus Natalia. It was a small match. A little over five minutes. Nothing too crazy. Yeah, it was nothing too crazy. Uh, happy that Liv Morgan won. I'd like to see her do more. Hopefully I'm happy we can get that, that all won. figured out. Uh, but we're going to start off with the actual first match of night two's WrestleMania. We're talking about Rhea Ripley defending horror NXT Championship against Charlotte Flair. And this was a 20-minute match. Really? I thought it went shorter than that. Nope. 20 minutes, 30 seconds to be exact on the dot. That's crazy. I thought it went shorter than that. Yeah. I no. was thinking it went 13 minutes or something I, like that. I think it went really well. I think they worked really well together. They did. They really did. I thought this match was pretty good for... Um, I thought it was shorter than what it was, but it being 20 minutes, that's not bad. Uh, but yeah, um, at the end of it all, we ended up with um, Rhea Ripley be, uh, being caught in a figure eight and actually tapping out to Charlotte. Yeah, so what do you think of Charlotte being the new champion? I was very, very on the fence. Yeah. Very so, on the fence. But now, now so that was someone I've, else, but I want to know why. Okay, for me... There were, okay, the reason why I didn't like it is because I think that we need to start pushing the newer talent. Not like I'm saying Charlotte is an older talent. I mean, she started doing NXT stuff in like 2014. Yeah, it's like what you're saying. It would, it would be amazing to see it, someone like uh, a Mia Yim or Dakota Kai yeah, be no, champion right Yes, now. yes. But Rhea Ripley would defend like keeping, Are you a Shirai? Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. But no, I meant like Rhea Ripley like looking good, you know getting hype, you know, getting the push, the, you know, going over uh, to get more of the WWE fans who don't watch NXT to be like, wow, this girl's pretty cool. Uh, I'm down to, you know, to keep watching her and become a big support system with her, you know, become a fan. Yeah. But uh, in the end, I think it's now a good thing. Uh, Rhea doesn't have to worry about the NXT title. I think she can either go for the SmackDown or the Raw one. Who would you rather have her go against, the SmackDown or the Raw? I wouldn't title? mind seeing uh, Rhea Ripley go for the SmackDown one, go against Bailey. Yeah, no, that's actually a good. That would be a good one. I think she would bring a little bit more color, uh, more life into the SmackDown women's roster. Yeah, I'm like, let Shayna Baszler take care of Raw and then let Rhea Ripley take care of SmackDown. I totally agree, 100%. Uh, but now with Charlotte uh, being the NXT champion, she will supposedly, she's trying to be on all three brands. I don't know how that works. But yeah, I don't know how that's going to work, but it's going to work apparently. Yeah, but um, what was it? Now that... Uh, now that we feel like uh, Charlotte, actually, no, we don't have to worry about Charlotte. We'll worry about like, I know we'll 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 talk about like NXT probably for in a bit, but yeah, I'll talk about NXT in a bit. Well, yeah, we'll move on. What else do we got? I don't know. You're not reading? No, I thought oh. you were. No, well, no, well, I wasn't well, anything. we got Alistair Black versus Bobby Lashley, and yeah, this was one of those matches where it just kind of got thrown together, you know. Yeah, it kind of just was just thrown together. Had like, no meaning. It, it didn't do anything for uh, Bobby Lashley, and it didn't do anything for Alistair Black. And it really didn't do anything for Bobby Lashley because he lost, and all it was—I mean, it kind of did something. It's kind of like it sprouted this small storyline where maybe he wants to get a divorce from Lana. Yeah, that might start a small storyline because Lana was telling him to do a different move. Lana! Yeah, even though he had it kind of, you know, pretty much covered. But she was telling him to do a spear instead and then um, kind of just ruined everything. So, yeah, that's, yeah, that's so up I for something against Lana. Definitely was not feeling it. Um, but, yeah, we're going to move to a match that actually had storyline, like a legit storyline. Yeah, it had some storyline to we're it. We're talking about Dolph Ziggler with uh, Sonya Deville going against Otis in a singles match. It wasn't that long. It was about an eight-minute match. But, I mean, that's all we really needed for the storyline. I wasn't expecting, you know, a 30-minute barn 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 burner. I don't, I don't, no, I've no, no, that. no 30-minute classic, you know you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah, We didn't need that. No, we didn't need that. But uh, it, it was cool at the end. um Mandy Rose came out, slapped the shit out of uh, Sonya Deville, and we ended up with Otis doing the Caterpillar. Can you believe the Caterpillar was the finishing move to win? I'm happy that it was. I like that move. Yes, but if you ever think about it, you want to know how many times Scotty Too Hottie beat anyone in the worm? Oh, nobody? Never. And he did it hundreds of times. It was never meant to be a finisher that you... It, it doesn't seem but like a finisher. it is. 
it just doesn't seem like a finisher that you watch. Uh, what is it? It doesn't seem like a finisher where you're like, that's the one that knocks him out. That's mm-hmm. the one that gets the three count. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, but in the end, yay, Otis won. Which is great because um, it would have been upsetting if Otis didn't win. It would be pretty upsetting if he didn't win. What are you staring at? Oh, don't, I don't know. I just It would have been. Sorry, I was thinking about how upsetting it would have been. But I'm happy that he did. That would have been like, uh, you know what that would have been like? Imagine every huh. movie you watch where like the nerdy guy ends up like winning the hot girl. Yeah. And then just imagine whatever villain you knew. Imagine Biff <laughs> beating up Marty McFly and getting the girl. Imagine like, uh, what, what's the other one? Like, I can't think of another analogy that has to do with like the nerdy guy who like, you know, just who like gets any, the, just, who gets the yeah. girl who's supposed to get the girl. No, it's the jock who wins. Yeah. That's what it was. Hey, Otis got to kiss uh Mandy Rose. Yeah. Which was great. Which, okay. It was great. But really thinking about like, could you imagine if there was the, uh, an actual crowd? How loud? Oh, that, that pop would, that have, would been have been the loudest pop ever. That pop would have been amazing. Oh Yeah. Definitely, for sure. Yeah. Uh, but we're going to move on. We're going to talk about this match. We're going to talk about Randy Orton versus Edge in a last man standing match. This um, match went 36 minutes. Yeah, that's my problem. Just went a little too long. Uh, it went a very long. match was great. The match was great. It just went a little too long. But I don't think it was 35 minutes worth of it. Just because No, it wasn't worth 35 minutes worth. No. I understand we're supposed to be like, yeah, okay, we're having a WrestleMania in an empty, uh, in an empty performance center. And... It's it's great and all, but the thing is, I don't think you can keep people's attention for 35 minutes in an empty arena. No, you can't, and it's pretty hard, honestly. Um, there was times where I was kind of like dozing off, and I was kind of losing my interest to- towards it. No, no, same here. No, there was one point where uh, I went to go pick up one of our uh, roommates, and I came back, and the match, I think, was almost done. Yeah, that's how long the match went. So I think uh, it was a standard. It was good. A little above average. But I think if it was like maybe 15 minutes shorter, like a 20-minute match, I would have said, hey, that's a that's a fucking A fucking match. Yeah, but just because it went over a little too long, uh, I'm going to knock it down a little bit. Yeah, definitely. Um, but Edge ended up winning. I'm super excited. It was very emotional. But, uh, again, the time really fucked it up for me, in my opinion. As yeah. As we do here at the Mark Out Media Podcast, my fucking opinion. Yep. Yeah. This uh, match went a little too long. That's but yeah. It. What's uh, what do you think's next for Edge? Like, who do you want to see him go against? Uh, honestly, I don't know. I'm gonna sneeze right now. Hold on. No, no, never you're mind. not. <laughs> yeah, I am. Nope. <coughs> oh, you did. Ugh. Uh, quarantine. Oh, sorry. Step back six feet. I have hand sanitizer. Step back six feet. Soak yourself in some. You really do have hand sanitizer. I do. Where'd you get it from? I don't remember. Well, that's that's not a good. <laughs> That's a really weird answer. Oh, well, it was yours now. Um, but yeah, you can't think of anyone that you would want to see him go against. There's a lot of people he's never gone against. Name some. AJ Styles. Oh, Edge versus Seth AJ Rollins. Styles would be amazing. Kevin Owens. Cesaro, like AJ Styles is the hill. Sami Zayn. Edge is the face. Shinsuke Nakamura. Um, Roman Reigns. Braun Strowman. Well, we got to keep him. He's on Raw. Oh, yeah, he's on Raw. Uh, Braun Strowman. But I can see... Drew McIntyre. Well, no, he's on Raw. Braun Strowman's on SmackDown. Oh, he is, yeah. So, the, but like I'm saying, no, I, like a realistic one, I can see AJ Styles versus Edge. Honestly, I would I would kill for that. That or uh, Seth Rollins. I can see Seth Rollins versus Edge. Yeah, definitely. Um, But yeah, we're going to move on to the next match which was a tag team match it was for the wwe you know what happened before that though what you know what happened before that no you gotta tell me rob gronkowski because my note says rob gronkowski won the 24 7 championship from mojo raleigh i know but i feel like that didn't matter because who like okay let's think about it that did happen though let's think about this here we have Rob Gronkowski. What is he? Future Hall of Famer. Uh, several Super Bowl rings, playoff appearances, Pro Bowls. Uh, probably a Heisman Trophy winner. I don't know. I don't watch fucking college football. But no. here's the. Uh, and then he comes to host WWE in some goofy fucking blue uh, cheddar fucking whatever some, stri- some, jacket. Yeah, some jacket. And then he wins the Universal Title. But here's the real question out of everything. 
Who gives a shit? That title lost so much meaning when they split the brand. Yeah. Well, I mean, first off, the whole wild card thing didn't make any fucking sense. So. And then um, R-Truth has been the best to ever hold that title. Yeah, he is the, he is the true. I mean, to be honest, R-Truth doesn't even need that title to still be entertaining. No, but let's move on from the Rob Gronkowski stuff. Yes, thank you. Now let's talk about the tag team match that was for the WWE Raw Tag Team Championships, which was the Street Profits of D'Angelo Dawkins and Montez Ford defending against Austin Theory and Angel Garza. Originally supposed to be Angel Garza and Andrade, but he got injured. Austin Theory's uh, WrestleMania moment uh, just being there. I would say that's a moment just as as it is. Yeah, I can't think of anything memorable that happened during this match for him. But him being there so quick, um, he was—he hasn't even done that much for. He's NXT. only had like five NXT uh, shows that he's had on TV. Yeah, and he's already on um, the main roster, and it was all because of Paul Heyman. All because of Paul Heyman, he Dude, wanted him up there. That that Paulie dangerously. That's that an Paul, old. That that's Paul an Heyman. old. An old name, if you all know that. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it was a it was another quick match, six minutes long, a six minute tag team match. That's it. That's what I'm saying. It didn't go like it wasn't long. It was very quick. So yeah, but big shout nothing, out to, nothing to all crazy. those guys because honestly, they put on a good match. Yeah, and then next, like, nonetheless, they did. Uh, next, we're gonna talk about that fatal five way, a fatal five way elimination match for the WWE SmackDown Women's Tag Team Championships as def- uh as Bailey defends it against Lacey Evans, Naomi. Tamina, Sasha Banks, and yeah, that was actually the five. <laughs> we had some team bad moments there. Yeah, that was actually kind of cool. That was fun. Um, yeah, we got to see them uh, really go at it. Uh, you know, it was really weird that like they presented in the past couple of weeks. They presented Tamina as this like, oh, she's the dark horse because she's so strong and tough. The powerhouse. She fucking got eliminated within the first couple of minutes. I mean, okay, yes. Well, a bunch of people pinned her at once. Yeah, is it because a lot of people? It took a lot of people to take her out. Yeah, but in the long run, what what accolades does Tamina have? I don't know. Actually, you know what the real answer is? Huh? None. None. I've never. I've seen her go for the title once. Oh, really? Yeah, she went for the WWE Divas title against AJ Lee. No, oh, okay. she lost. That's crazy. I had no idea. Yeah. Yeah. No, you were there. Oh, I was. I'm probably sure you've seen it. Oh, yeah, okay. The, the network was a thing. Yeah, but it wasn't that memorable. No. But, uh, yeah, just get, kept going, going, going. Uh, there was a little misdirection where uh, Sasha Banks, I think, got hit with Bailey's right arm or something, or a clothesline or a lariat or something. Yeah. And then Lacey Evans hit the uh, women's right and then uh, pinned Sasha Banks. And then eventually Sasha Banks came back in because no disqualifications, beat the hell out of Lacey Evans to let – uh, Bailey rolled that up for the victory. Uh, are we about to see a heel turn from, or like a betrayal or from a Sasha face Banks? turn? Yeah, um, possibly. I think so. To see Sasha Banks uh, go against Bailey for the title. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, and if we are are, if we're correct, hopefully we can get Rhea Ripley out there, and maybe we can get a Bailey versus Sasha Banks versus Rhea Ripley for the title. Yeah, that'd be cool. All right, so we're going to talk about the next match. And I'm surprised that they didn't make this. I thought this was going to be the last match because I thought they were just going to go with the theme of the cinematic match being, like, the uh, last match. That's what I thought. This match was going to be last, but it wasn't. Yes, but it was the the new, uh, the first ever Firefly Funhouse match, which was the Fiend and Bray Wyatt going against. The weirdest match I've ever seen in my life. Talk about some of these things. Uh, It was like John Cena was in a nightmare. That's what it was. Is that what it was, basically? Yeah. It was like a John Cena nightmare. It was him reliving his uh, career. Yeah, that's basically what it was. Uh, He started off coming out with the Ruthless Aggression stuff. Yeah, I don't even think you... Because, okay, I've been watching wrestling since I was eight, and I literally have not stopped watching wrestling. Like, I've been through the bad parts. And I remember this episode when, when John Cena went against Kurt Angle, and he was like that. Yeah, see, I don't remember that because I wasn't, I didn't, I probably wasn't watching at the time. No, uh, I think you were like nine years old. Yeah, I probably wasn't watching at the time. Yeah, you weren't watching wrestling at nine. I was, yeah, it happened in 2002. Yeah. Um, But just watching John Cena go through all these flashbacks was crazy. Okay, so some of the the things that were about that match was, okay, so we were looking at uh, John Cena kept saying ruthless aggression a bunch of times. is because uh, from what I was told, 
people were saying that was like a hidden message of like when his early career when he was doing that Vince wanted him to just keep doing that because that was like oh that was what he was known for but it wasn't getting him over so it was almost to the point where he eventually almost lost his job for doing that yeah that's crazy I had no idea and then that's when that switched over to the uh the uh what is it? The uh, oh, the doctor of thugonomics. Yeah, the, the thugonomics. Which uh, which was pretty fucking cool. Um, Board life. Yeah, it it was really cool. It was ra- rhyming and everything. Um, what was that thing? Oh no. Okay, before what? a little bit before that, just a little one. Um, when John Cena was uh doing the ruthless, ruthless aggression one, where he like I think I don't know it was the third time he tried to hit Bray. Bray ducked and then turned around, uh got up and started singing uh the bella twins theme oh yeah i, I noticed that i saw that that I was can't real, that was perfect yeah i did not expect, that was perfect. i was not expecting that they were gonna bring that shit up yeah that was crazy that they brought oh that and up. let's not forget about uh the puppet vince mcmahon or B- oh vince it's such good Mc- shit yeah i can't believe they fucking brought that up whoever was doing the writing for this uh this uh match you know perfect uh, what they're doing off, hats off to you yeah perfect um, writing yeah no fucking great um uh, there was also the uh, what's the Saturday night main event one? Oh yeah, that was there was that too. Johnny Mu- Muscles or something. Or, oh or, yeah, yeah, I yeah. can't remember. The I don't remember the name. But he was just lifting weights because that's what you know. Remember that's what WWE was. The WWF was about big muscles. Remember big I muscles. Say, yeah, remember I say it all the time. Big arms, big paychecks. Yeah, big arm, big paycheck. Yeah, you know you're not a scrawny little guy. Um, but uh, someone was referencing that that supposedly had to do with the fact that. Um, it was like a homage or like a little like foreshadowing of like how John Cena originally did not want to become a wrestler. He wanted to be a bodybuilder, but he failed at that. Oh, and okay. Then That's he cool. Became, yeah. See, I'm you're learning shit. Um, and then there was also the NWO one. That was cool. That one was cool. Um, the, so the little, uh, like Easter egg to that one is that for years there were so many times that they were kind of close to wanting to pull the trigger on uh turning them hill yes and the thing is too the okay in wcw uh when hogan started staying there for like a while eventually like realistically people were actually booing hogan when he was a baby face oh wow and then you know they were like hoping like so man let's get hogan to pull the trigger and he did and look what happened his career skyrocketed in the nwo so that was the reference oh okay that's cool yeah, see learning shit that's crazy yeah so that's what they did that for they they too sweeted it was cool they really did that was that was cool yeah uh and then that was too sweet uh you got the old flashback from six years ago from wrestlemania 30 where bray wyatt went against john cena and john was supposed to hit him with the with, with the, the chair. chair yeah and he he didn't i think they were still waiting for that heel turn and you know eventually uh cena got uh, the sister Abigail to him. Yeah. And uh, Bray Wyatt actually counted as the referee and pinned uh, pinned John Cena for the one, two, three, and that's it. He was gone. He was disappeared. Nowhere to be seen. Uh, is this the last of John Cena? Maybe. We don't know. I hope not. I hope not. I'm a John Cena guy. I know. You're a grown man John Cena fan. Grown man Cena fan. Uh, but we're going to talk about the next match. We're going to be talking about Drew McIntyre Going against Brock Lesnar. What did you think of this match? This match was quick. Yes. It was quick. Drew McIntyre kicking out of a F5 out of one count. Yeah, that was crazy. I mean, mean, again, this was no different. Almost a little no different than the uh, Strowman versus Goldberg match. It was all finishers. It was all finishers. That's it. Uh, it was a four-minute long match. I mean, I wasn't expecting it to be too crazy. But, I mean, in the long run, we got what we wanted. And that was Drew McIntyre becoming the new WWE champion. And I'm so I'm excited. happy that he's champion. I, we finally needed this. Yes, I think he deserves it more than anyone. I thought he was great when he was NXT champion. So, I think he's going to be great as a WWE champion. And I love that he pointed into the camera and said thank you. Like he was saying it to us. This was amazing. Um, yeah. Like I said. Congratulations to him. Yeah. Did you notice in the I'm looking at a one what one website it uh-huh. says uh match 10D like it says indicated match was dark match. It was a singles match for the WWE Championship. It was Big Show versus um 
Drew McIntyre. This is actually the yes, match. Yes, but they, they showed used. that on yeah, Monday Night Raw. This is the match they showed on Monday Night Raw. Yeah. So did the, I wonder if that happened like literally right after. I'm assuming it did. Yeah, it wow. happened right after. Yeah, that's crazy because this match was only like seven minutes long. Uh, but anyways, um, how how would you rate those nights? Uh, if you want, do you want to rate uh, day one and then day two, and then all of them together? I like night one better than the first one. Really? Yeah, okay. I like night one only because of the boneyard match. Uh, and the boneyard match has now a special place in your in my heart because of uh just how amazing it was and just how WrestleMania was put together and how everything is going on in the world and blah blah whatever. But yeah, uh, is a good. It was a good match and it. It, it really made for a good uh, WrestleMania night one. More cinematic matches, guys. I would love that. WWE, if you're listening, you should be because my opinion is important. Let's get ourselves a uh, let's get ourselves a uh, more cinematic matches. Yeah, let's get more of those because we need them. Yeah. So again, uh, guess what's next for next year? L.A. Hollywood. Hollywood. We get L.A., so hopefully we get some bar wrestling. We get some The Collective. Suburban Fight Pro. We get Suburban Fight Pro. PCW. PCW. Um, Maybe Prestige will come down. Prestige. Maybe we, we can get some uh, Underground Wrestling Alliance going downstairs to the uh, south side. Yeah, that'd be cool. You know, either way, we'll be there for sure. But uh, how would you like to grade uh, both nights? What would you give it? Uh, I would give out of what, like 10? Whatever you want. Uh, number. I'm gonna give night one like a a very high. You can give it all together. Oh well, together. Uh, it was like a high seven. Yeah, for me it was it was about a seven seven point one. It was very yeah. standard. Uh, a lot of the match, some of the matches really just like lost me because there was no excitement to it, and you can tell like even the commentary didn't give two shits about it. Uh, but some of the other matches were really good. Boneyard match was great. Firefly Funhouse was, uh, match was great. Orton's match was great, even though I didn't see all of it with the uh, with Edge. Um, Rhea Ripley's match was great with Charlotte. Um, I actually did like the uh, Fatal Five Way for the SmackDown Women's Title. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, seven seven point one. Yeah, which wasn't which was gonna say yeah, which wasn't bad. So it yeah. was a pretty decent one. Overall, is a pretty decent Mania. It wasn't that bad at all. It was better than what I expected. Which is better than what I expected. Yeah, <laughs> I know. We, but uh, yeah, it was it was cool. I mean, uh, so before, uh, I think the last thing we're only gonna talk about one more thing. I don't I don't think we're gonna talk about any other things because we're no. on, we're almost at an hour's worth of this, you guys. So thank you guys for listening. If you guys are still listening, uh, again, subscribe if you haven't yet. Uh, we're gonna talk about the brawl for all. Oh yeah, dark side of the ring. Um, was it the worst idea in pro wrestling? Uh, the brawl for all was literally based off of uh, off of uh, just JBL talking shit back in the day, saying he was the realest tough guy in the room. So they actually Vince Russo made this to literally be like a thing where it's like yeah to kind of get back at JBL. What a weird fucking way! And the thing is, can you believe they legit had them have a shoot fight with each other? None of them have boxing fucking background besides maybe Charles Wright. Also known as the Godfather, but uh, having them actually like majority of them got hurt, like legit got real. Even hurt. the Godfather got hurt. Yeah, and then look what happened. It, uh, it, they were supposed to have Doctor Death be the winner to go against, and they paid five million dollars for his contract, and they lost it because Bart Gun fucking tore uh, <laughs> Doctor Death's hamstring and then knocked him out. So I mean, was it the worst idea in pro wrestling? one of the worst ideas yes because it it um we were you were putting professional wrestlers in danger in actual danger like getting them to get in real fights with each other like i was not for that yeah and then watching people get hit in the head oh that's so bad yeah and then the thing is again it was literally based off of someone just talking shit that's all it was yeah but it it ruined a lot of careers and like even with uh they practically buried the fuck out of uh, Bart Gunn. Like, they legit had he won. It wasn't meant for him to win. It just it was one of those accidents where someone got injured and then fucking got their career ended. Um, but it, it, was, it was a damn shame because they literally, like, he won. We didn't see him till WrestleMania. 
and they put him against Butterbean. Supposedly, they put him against Butterbean so he could beat the shit out of Bart Gunn for what he did to Dr. Death. Which, that's crazy to think. Like, that was that was the punishment for uh, Bart Gunn. Yeah, but it was, it was their fault to think that an actual shoot, like, they weren't predicting the winners. An actual no, shoot. Yeah. And they were like, oh, yeah, Dr. Death's going to win because that's how we planned it. Well, a plan can, you know, fucking get all fucked up when you make it an actual shoot. Yeah. Um, but uh, we're excited. This Dark uh, Side of the Ring episodes have been really good. The Benoit one has been really good. The, the new, new Jack, Jack one was really fucking good. The new Jack one was amazing. And then this one was good. Then the next one, we're going to talk about Jimmy Superfly Snuka. Yeah, that should be the next one. And he's uh, this murder. Did it happen? Did he do it? We're going to find out. So make sure to watch that as well, you guys. It's on Vice. It's on YouTube. You'll be able to find it. No big deal. But please watch it. Dark Side of the Ring is fucking awesome. Even my girlfriend fucking loves Dark Side of the Ring. And she's not even a wrestling fan. But it's a good thing to watch, though. It's a good uh, documentary series. Uh, but, yeah, we're going to wrap things up, you yeah, guys. Yeah, start getting out of here. Yeah. Uh, uh, we thank you guys for listening to the, the full episode, if you're still with us. Um, once again... This is the Markout Media Podcast. We're on Google Play. We're on iTunes. We're on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Anchor. You know, the list goes on and on. If you need, we're to, on like just, a thousand things. Yeah, just Google Markout Media Podcast, and you'll find us anywhere. Yeah, subscribe. Give us those five stars that you know we truly damn well deserve. But let's start getting out of here, guy. Yeah, well, when, well, we also we are also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. It's Markout Media eighteen. Once again, that's Markout Media one eight. Also, make sure to follow me. <coughs> oh, whoa, 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 what's going on? I almost died. Jesus. Hold on, hold on. Oh, he's got to drink his water. You gotta make sure he's okay. <sighs> okay, I feel better. There you go, dude. We've been talking for almost an hour, and I think I just but, I just don't know how to maintain saliva in my body. But let's go, guy. But yeah, it is. Uh, make sure to follow me on my personal accounts. Uh, it is D X E Multimedia. That's one word. D X E Multimedia. That's for Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. If you want to follow me on TikTok, yep, that's right, TikTok, because TikTok fucking rules, and wrestlers have TikToks. Shout out to Colt Cabana. Heather Monroe. Out, huh. Heather Monroe. Yes, Heather Monroe. Shout out to... Uh, Candy Lee. Who? Candy Lee. Candy Lee? Yeah. Oh, shit. She, she was supposed to be part of uh, the Effie's Big Gay Brunch. Okay, yeah, no, I didn't. I don't and she's on TikTok. Her. I don't think I have her on TikTok, but I, I will find her. Um, but anyways, um, for my TikTok, it's uh, David X Edge. So make sure to follow me on there, too. And then to talk to Victor, just go to MarkOutMedia18. He's the one who runs all the social media for us. But we're going to get the fuck out of here. And you know how we do it. You guys either mark out or get the fuck out. Goodbye. <laughs>